Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of One of the Guys Podcast. Today, I have Noah here. No, we haven't talked in a while. It's actually been yeah. a while, now that I think I about know. it. Um, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a busy couple of weeks. I went to Arizona, got back. Um, NBA's in full swing, so I've been busy writing about that and everything. Mm. And But w- what's going on with you, man? Uh, Last, or we actually went to... Uh, Tina and I went to um, Boston to visit her sister mm-hmm. like a week or so ago. And uh, because her sister and her fiance live and work up there. So we went there. I We went downtown. You can't really do anything. Yeah. Because we're technically being from Ohio and everything. We're supposed to like quarantine if we go to like a lot of different states now. So we kind of hung out at her apartment, but we drove around downtown, checked that out. And then we went to Harvard and walked around, which was really cool. Hmm. Got to see that campus. Hmm. That was very interesting. (laughs) No, it does sound pretty cool and everything. Um, You back at work and everything now? Yeah, we just just opened back up. It's still pretty slow and everything. And we honestly honestly don't even know, like the whole university doesn't even know if it's really going to make it past like the next two weeks if that like dude there's no way that like the hybrid classes or anything like that like there's no way that shit works yeah i mean most of the stuff's online regardless like a lot of professors just preemptively put it online i have one in class that i went to tonight but other than that everyone else is online i'm kind of hoping we go online because i kind of prefer that that's just a little bit easier for me Hmm. yeah i mean it's just easier and Especially this class, it's a five thirty to seven o'clock class. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. Um, oh yeah, it's just annoying. Especially because it's so late. Yeah, all my classes are online, except for one I have at nine thirty a.m. to ten thirty. There's like six people in the whole class, so yeah, it's pretty easy. But yeah, everything else is pretty much online. Um, but that, that should be fine. I'm not really too pressed about it. Um, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad you and Tina are doing well. Um, for those of you listening, me, Noah, Austin, their girlfriends are, we're all going camping this weekend. Uh, should be pretty fun. I got my, I'm good to hang out with people now because I got my COVID test back and I'm fine. Um, I actually got the blood one done as well. It turns out I did already have COVID. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> never, never knew. Um, I can't think of a time. Well, I mean, there was like three days where I had like really bad headache, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess I had it. I don't know if I can get it again. Um, I'm assuming I can, but just to be careful, but yeah, um, I'm fine. Uh, everyone's fine around me. I don't think I got anyone sick. Um, yeah. You so, should uh, donate your plasma. I actually thought about that. And I think I might look into it, for it because, yeah, they are looking for it and they're paying like really well for it right now, which would be kind of nice. Cause, oh, they're paying for it? Oh, shit. Yeah, if you donate plasma, they'll pay you for it. I know like before, like when I was in high school, I used to do it just for like some extra cash and they used to pay me like 70 bucks every time I did it. 
so like i can't imagine what they're paying now but anyways um today we're going to be talking about um can you be friends with your ex i've noticed so like i did a few episodes that were just different that they weren't like relationship stuff and honestly they didn't do too well like i've noticed like time and time again like looking back at the analytics and everything i don't know if anyone cares about this but um looking at the analytics of it all like seems like you guys care more about like the relationship stuff rather than like the ones that always do the best is the ones where I talk about relationship stuff. So yeah, we're, I'm just gonna, I tried to experiment, didn't really work out. So right now I'm just going to stick with that stuff and I'm going to keep the sports stuff on the blog and I'm going to keep the relationship advice and like the personal stuff onto the podcast. I think, there I can have a happy medium between both. Um, so yeah, Noah, just based off of like the, the, the original question, can you be friends with your ex? What is your immediate answer? Uh, when I first read it, like when you sent it to us in the group, I was like, it can definitely be really fucking hard. I mean, obviously with everything we talk about, it all depends, mm-hmm. but my immediate reaction was, uh no like a hesitant no but yeah just based on my past experiences yeah and like when i asked that and like usually i try to ask a question where i don't really know like too much about it i have my own experiences with that and like obviously i'm going to share my own experience but like i don't have a decision made on it until i do like more research and everything onto it so then like i can come to the podcast and be like Hey, here's what I've looked into. Here's what I've found. Here's who I've talked to and the, like a final answer. And for me at first it was, yeah, maybe I don't see why not. Like I've always tried to keep things amicable, right? I don't want any, I don't, I don't like like negative energy in my life or anything like that. I know that sounds like a douchebag thing to say, but like, I just don't like when people don't like me. Does that make sense? Yeah. (laughs) i know like it's like really dumb and everything like yeah obviously there's gonna be people that don't like you and everything in life but like for me i just really don't like when people don't like me like when they say like no i don't like you i'm like why um because like it, it doesn't happen often but when it does like it bothers me when it does um so yeah so after doing a bunch of research and looking back at like my own experiences with like the exes in my life and how things have gone for me i'm just gonna say no i just don't think it's a good idea like i'm like looking back now like all my exes right and there's probably only a few that i think i want to keep in contact with because i genuinely think they're cool you know and like Mm -hmm. it there so like okay so like i have one ex that it it ended very fair like we just we both thought that like hey like you know what we should actually just be friends like um i think i'll like enjoy that more and she was like no i actually completely agree with you and like i was gonna bring that up too and it was a clean break that's very rare i didn't like know how rare that was until i was like doing more research into this and like talking to other people about this because like that doesn't really happen 
So like the fact that that happened with me and another ex, that's why like I always thought like, yeah, yeah, you can because like I'm friends with her. Obviously, I can be friends with anybody. Like it doesn't really matter. But I mean, looking back now, my answer overall is just going to be a no. Like straight up, it's just, I just don't think it's, it's not that I don't think it's possible. I definitely think it's possible, but I think it's like a give and take system, right? There's someone that's always going to be feeling more than the other person, especially if it's an ex, right? Someone is always going to have like feelings and then someone's not or, or like vice versa, you know, does that make sense? Noah? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I took a couple notes here and the biggest thing, so like the first thing I wanted to mention was you need to move on and just let go immediately after a breakup. Like that's, that's exactly what you need to do. You need to take the person out of your life that once was in your life and just like completely take them out. Like I'm not, you don't have to block them. That's the easiest way to go about it. I don't think it's the the worst idea possible, but I mean, I don't really know why, but some people get offended when they get blocked. Um, I think if somebody blocks me, then I'm like, okay, like it's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you just need to be able to give yourself time to grieve on what happened. Like, obviously that's the end of a relationship and people that say like, Oh, you don't need to grieve that blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like you just, just take like a couple seconds to just grieve about it. You're allowed to be sad about it and everything, obviously. Um, but you just definitely need to some time to get them out of your head and to just start looking forward. That's really the only way to, to go about it. Just, you have to keep moving forward. Um, you want to avoid staying in touch with them. Um, and the best way to heal is just completely get them out of your head. So like out of sight, out of mind. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's like, especially with social media, because I know that, like, during one of my breakups, I had a really bad habit of going on social media, and not like stalking, but like, I would be scrolling through and I would see like a post, or I would see like a Snapchat or something. And I would just, it would just like fucking make me upset. And I'm sitting there making myself upset, because it's the easiest thing in the world to just turn off your phone and you know go do anything else so i mean that's a big part of it too is getting you just don't want to see it like and you need a while like some people think that you can get over somebody relatively quick but i mean if you've been together for a while like most of my exes that i've been with i've I've been together for like i don't have a lot of exes but the ones i do i've been together with them for a while Mm -hmm. so you can't you just got to rip off the band-aid it and they shouldn't be offended by that, especially if it was a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, like then they just can't see that they were being toxic if they're offended by it. But I mean, especially if it's toxic, there's no reason for you to keep that in your, uh, in your life. And I will say that your friends, like in a breakup, your friends are going to be like looking out for you. Right. So like one of my rougher breakups, I like would talk to our hands a lot. Right. Cause mm-hmm. he's like one of my best friends mm-hmm. and he kept telling me like exactly what I needed to hear, but I didn't want to accept it. But looking right. back now, like, like years later, I'm like, yeah, he's pretty much, he told me exactly what I needed to hear. I just didn't want to accept it at the time. So 
when your friends uh when your friends tell you that this person was toxic or you need to cut them off or you need to he's the one who told me like dude you need to quit looking at social media that's part of the problem i mean that's when i definitely that's when i was definitely like man this guy's really looking out for me yeah i definitely think you're right narhanis i think for all of us has been one to really tell us the things that we don't maybe not don't want to hear but that we need to hear um i know like for me he's always been one to and he told me the same thing just like you need to take her off social media bro like you need to take her off your your social media you need to take her friends off like just you need to completely disassociate yourself with her and and who was i to like not listen to him obviously he's married and he's super happy living his life in korea so like why the fuck yeah. would I listen to him, you know? <laughs> um, but no, I th- I think that's important like to get into like the social media part of it all. You need to yeah, I I absolutely think that's right. If you want to block them, block them, please. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um you just need to like get them out of your out of your feed and everything. Um, I know I've blocked multiple exes on Twitter, Instagram, and just removed them off Snapchat and everything. I don't even use Snapchat anyways. So, um, yeah, I I definitely think it's important because, like, you're going to see that stuff. And, like, the biggest thing is, like, when you're going through a breakup, you obviously want to be the better one going through the breakup. I don't care what anyone says. It's a competition. Right? I mean, if you're really, like, spiteful and pissed off and this person, like, fucked you over, then, yeah, it's a competition. Of, like, who's doing better and who's not? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I don't care what anybody says. I've always believed it's a competition of who's doing better and who's not. And, obviously, on social media, you're going to flex as hard as you can to prove that you're the one doing better. Is that fine? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. Um, but the thing is, like you don't want to see them doing better. That's just going to like make you mad. And you're going to be like, I I need to be doing better than them. Like what the fuck? And like, in in all honesty, doesn't really matter. Just take them off. That's the best advice I can give anybody is just take them off of your social media. If they're hurt about it, fuck them. Doesn't really matter. Just take them off. That's what makes me like, that all oh, like if if they're offended by it like you take them off like i'm taking you off for a reason i'm not doing it to spite you like i literally need to get you out of my life but sometimes people can't grasp that you know what i mean yeah i've never i've never really been able to like understand that it's like why people aren't able to understand like hey if i'm blocking you it's because i need to take you out of my life right i've had multiple exes in the past like when i unblock them they just immediately text me back and be like why did you block me? It's like, first of all, how dare you ask me that? Second of all, I think it's very clear why I needed to block you, right? I needed you out of my life. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think I was in the wrong at all. If I, would, if I had to do it again, I would do the same exact thing. And I would have no remorse about it. I wouldn't think twice. Like, I'm very loose with the block. It doesn't really bother me too much. And, like, when people... When people block me, I think it's like, okay, you know what? Obviously, I'm in the wrong here. Or, I mean, granted, like, there's extreme circumstances where it just gets, like, really toxic. But um, 
Yeah. I don't think it's wrong to block people, first of all. And it like really helps out with the out of sight, out of mind. You just never have to see them again. It's the most amazing thing. You don't have to associate with them. They never come up on your feed. They, when you see other people's like, oh, this person likes this, like that never comes up, like doesn't, doesn't, it's gone. Poof, magic. They don't exist anymore. It's the easiest way to get over something. And like, luckily in my, in my, like my biggest relationship and like the one that was like probably the most heartbreaking when it ended, um, I didn't even live close to the person. So like, I never even had to see them. It was the, it was the most amazing thing. It was a blessing in disguise having to be long distance. Like it was the best thing ever. Like when I finally realized like, Oh shit, you know what? This might actually be easier to get over this person because like, I never have to fucking see them. I was like, thank fucking God. I think a lot of people can't bring themselves to block them to block this person either because they do want to see and that's how I was like, I did want to see those posts and stuff. I wanted to see what they were up to, but I, I definitely shouldn't have, you know? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean, man. And like, don't get me wrong. It's hard to block somebody, right. To, to completely sever that tie and to completely like cut them off. It takes a lot it's, from somebody. Yeah. It's much easier said than done. Yeah, exactly. I definitely think you're right on that because like, I can say like I'm like very loose with the block and everything, but in all honesty, I do think about it. I'm like, should I block this person? Should I not? There's some things that you can do or, or say that I'll just immediately block you. It doesn't really matter. But I think with something like that, where you had a history with this person, you obviously loved and cared for them. It does get harder to block them. But I think it's something that's necessary. Especially if like, if you're the one that's like, okay, so like for me, in my instance and everything, like I'll get like real and everything. I didn't want the relationship to end for my, for my really long one. And when it did, I was distraught. I was heartbroken, confused. Like I felt an an array of emotions. Didn't really know what was happening. Didn't really register to me at all at first because like, I didn't believe it. Um, This is a person that I thought I was going to marry. Um, Clearly I did not. Um, But I didn't, I just like, didn't believe it and everything and anything like that. And I was like, yeah, like I can be friends with this person because like, I've obviously, I've loved him for like X amount of years and everything. Like, so like, why can't I still be friends with them? Like, obviously there's, there's that connection there, which is true. Yeah. There was always that connection there, but at some point I had to realize that she probably did not feel the same way. And I think that's what took me the longest is that the way that I felt about her is not the same way that she felt about me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that there was like a difference in the way each other felt. And that that's, that's what motivated me to be able to block someone and to realize like, you know what? I actually cannot be close to this person. Like me being close to this person is actually very bad for me. Um, I didn't learn that right away, obviously. Um, so yeah, just moving forward and like some of my notes here, like the, the biggest thing you want to do 
is remove that person from your life and find new people that bring out the best in you. For me, that's my family. My family truly brings out the best of me. Um, they encourage me to be the caretaker. They encourage me to be the man of the house. They encourage me to truly be um, the one that's there for them. And to be honest, when I was in like a really long relationship, I was not there for them. And I would say I was pretty much absent from my household and like from my family. Um, there was like Christmases that I missed um, on purpose, not by accident. It was like, on oh, purpose. Man. I was like in town and everything. I just wouldn't go. Cause like, I just didn't want to, because I thought I was doing the right thing in reality. I should have realized like, Hey, you know what? These are the people that bring out the best in me. These are the people that when I'm with them, I love who I am. And that's something that I never really realized until after the relationship where I was able to look back and look at myself and look at the people around me and really ask myself, who do I want in my life? Who truly makes me better? And, and what do I want from them and everything like that? You need to be able to surround yourself with people that help you grow. And not only that, but you need to be able to find yourself. Um, you need to be able to emotionally reconnect with yourself. And this will give you the ability to think clearly and talk about um, how you really feel. Like, I mean, I've always been a big, um, a big therapy guy. I don't think there's anything wrong with therapy and I think it's actually good for you, but, um, yeah, I think you need to be able to like find out who you are and like really figure out like, what do you want from this world? Because I know like for me, when that all happened, um, that's what I immediately wanted to do. I wanted to find out who I was, what I was, I, what was I about? And what did I want to do with my life? It's been like, everybody's told me what I should be doing, but I never told myself what I wanted to do. And I never figured that out for years. Um, it took me a long time to really figure out what I wanted to do. And it's this, um, I want to be able to like, to write and to create a podcast and everything and to build a community that uplifts each other and everything like that. And like, I have like journalism goals and everything like that. Um, but I'll keep that aside. Um, but this, this is truly what I wanted to do, but I never knew how to go about that because it's never been something that was around me. And it's something that I just had to go out and find myself. So, yeah. So one thing I want to talk about, is like when should you cut ties i don't know if you have any um words on like when you should cut ties or anything like that uh i mean there are definitely warning signs that mm -hmm. a lot of people ignore I'm trying to think of one off like the top of my head like mm -hmm. like when you're putting down yeah when you're putting like that person's happiness above your own oh that's I a mean, big one no matter how much you love them, like it's, this is a, this is a cliche, but you can't love somebody if you don't love yourself, you know? Absolutely. So when you were talking about, um, the, uh, like you were missing family functions and stuff, like I started to think, or I started to like miss family stuff too, during one like particularly bad, not, it wasn't a breakup, but like just a relationship. Cause I just didn't want to go. Cause I just, 
I don't know. I was just like upset. You know what I mean? And it would have been better if I was around people. But that was an example of me putting their happiness. Like they wanted to do something and I wanted to go and be with my family. And so it ended up, we did what they, what she wanted, you know? And yeah, so that was an example of me. Yeah. That was an example of me putting my, my mental or her mental health over my mental health, mm-hmm. which that's a big warning sign. And you, I mean, and the thing is like, maybe your friends are going to be the ones to tell you that like they see these signs. Cause you don't necessarily always see these signs or maybe you see them, but you're ignoring them, that type of thing. So that's oh, one for me. I definitely like, so like from in my instance and like for my situation, it was, and it was very similar to yours. Noah. where like, if I didn't spend Christmas with them or like Christmas morning with my significant other and like their family, it was a it was a big ass fucking deal. Like that that would have probably been like fight of the fucking century right there. But yeah, you're right. I was putting her happiness over my own. For years I was doing that. And I didn't see anything wrong with that. Because like in my life, that's all I've ever known. Right? I've always like well- well, as guys were taught to be like the you know we're like you see it all the time in media and stuff we're taught to like make sacrifices and i mean it's a joke a lot of the time you'll hear on twitter like oh we ended up doing what she wanted you know like we compromised and we did what she wanted like we're taught to we're taught to do to compromise and do what your significant other wants because we're guys and that's what that's like the manly thing to do that's a gentleman gentlemanly yeah. thing to do right but i mean a lot of the times that's just not the case. Like there are like some things take, you shouldn't compromise. Yeah, there are. I'm not saying like you should be selfish and a douchebag or anything about it. And like, Oh, we only do what I want to do. But like, say like with Tina, like she's very open to doing what I want to do. And as a result, I'm open to doing what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a thousand times easier. And honestly, like when we started dating and she was like, just so easy going, I was surprised because I'd never had that in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is what being treated right feels like. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, exactly I know. It sounds bad, dude. It's fucking depressing to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like, I, I get it. I really do get it. And, like, to finally be treated like you. To finally be able to be treated, like, the way you should be treated is something, like, completely insurmountable. And I think when you finally meet that person um it's gonna like it's it's gonna completely change the way you see love and the way you see relationships does that make sense yeah and yeah i mean that's what's happened with me yeah exactly and like i'm really like i'm really glad you were able to find that um because like it it means a lot like when you do um so like i have a couple notes on like when you should cut ties with someone and it's like um when they're holding you back from moving forward in life for me i've had well for me i'm the type to dive headfirst into a relationship and usually i've never been one to like care about like what i want it's always what the other person wants it's really bad but like that's just the way like that's just the way like i've always head into things it's not the right way um 
but it surely isn't the worst. Um, but what, one thing I realized is that when an ex is holding you back from doing something that you truly want to do in your life, or like if you want to do something or if you want to go for something, go for this job or uh, move to this city and whatnot, and that person's holding you back, it's a clear sign that you need to cut them off. That enough is enough. They don't belong in your life anymore. If this is something you want to do, you you need to do it. Um, for the sake of growth, for the sake of your own, for the relationship with yourself and your own mentality, right? Why would you stay in the same place for somebody that doesn't really like care about you? Does that make sense? Like, I'm sure that they, they do care about you, but if they really did, then like, why did the relationship end in the first place? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I know that, um, I mean, there are some times when you're both in a different place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it wasn't going to work out regardless. Mm-hmm. And that's one of like the situations where with time you can, like I would say, yeah, like you could still be friends with that person because you just got, you two just weren't compatible. You tried to make it work at the wrong time or whatever. That's right. one of those times I would say that like, oh, I mean, that could work. It's just not right. It's like, that'd be like a year or so down the line. No, I absolutely think you're right. Like right person, wrong time is definitely a thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If you're still hoping someday, like that person will change into the person that you want them to be, let it go. Oh They're, yeah. They are never going to change. I promise you right now, they are never going to change. And if they do, it's going to be like 20 years down the line. Yeah. Barring some like major, like life altering, like actuality or something, they're mm-hmm. not going to change. Yeah. And like, I know for me, like one of my exes, like she was great and all, but like she was an extreme narcissist, extreme. Everything was about her and everything was about what she wanted and everything and like i didn't really give a shit because like i i wasn't really like all there like completely i wasn't 100 percent in but like i was like yeah whatever like i don't really give a shit like you're you're really cool and like for me i was always hoping that like yeah you know what like maybe she'll change maybe she'll stop being like a narcissist maybe she's just like it's just a, like a phase but she never changed bro never mm-hmm. fucking changed and i think still to this day if i look her up like she never fucking changed she's still the same old like stuck up um all about her everything's about her um and like i don't mean to talk shit on her she's a very nice lady but it's just not th- i cannot deal with that someone who's like their entire life and all the people around them like their lives are all about her like nah you can miss me with that i don't really give yeah, a yeah no I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? Like, you know, like, those people that, like, everything is always about them, right? Yeah, and they can't, like, fathom that it would be about you. Like, they can't understand that, like, 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 they can't understand why you're upset. Like, what do you mean I'm not upset? So why are you upset? That type of person. Exactly. Oh, I cannot stand (laughs) that type of person. (laughs) I know. And it's just, like, at that point in life, like, when when we broke up and everything, I was like, you know what, like, I'm kind of hoping that they change, but at the same time, I really know that they're not. 
like that person's just never they're just always going to be the same old person just using everyone else around them for their own benefit which is so fucked up but that's besides the point don't have that person in my life anymore thank god nice lady though um yeah if you're still using mutual friends as an excuse just stop um i think most of the time friends tend to pick sides even though they say like they're not picking sides they're probably picking sides and, and I know also for me, you shouldn't go ahead go ahead well i was no. gonna say you should also shouldn't put your friends in that situation you know what i mean Oh, absolutely. I would, I think if it were like between me and and you guys and everything, I would never ask you that. I would never ask you to side with me. I would never no, like that. I've never been a person like that. If you think I'm in the wrong, I hope you would tell me that I'm in the wrong because that's what I expect out of you guys, because that's exactly what I would do to you guys, you know? Yeah. And so with us saying all this, I'm not going to like, I want to like caveat all this and say like, especially like with the never changing, you know, I'm not going to say like I was without fault because nobody was in like all my relationships and breakups. Like I definitely oh, with yeah. fault. I think, yeah. I, I think we can admit that because like we're not narcissists. I think we can admit that we don't see ourselves as like this, like ungodly people. Oh geez. No, no, no. Yeah. I, so yeah. like, I definitely some people think might you're be right. listening yeah, some people might be listening to me like, oh, these guys think they're just hot shit. Like, no, I know, dude. Like, I know that I don't necessarily change either. Like, I think I'm pretty much the same person. I just think <laughs> that that person is a good person. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I don't have a problem with saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I know I've been in the wrong in plenty of relationships that have ended. And I know I've been like, I I definitely think I've been the toxic ex sometimes. Like, the one that they need to cut off. And like, yeah, I've been blocked. Um I realize that now and I'm looking back, I'm like, oh, well, I should have been better. I definitely should have been better. But um, yeah, definitely not perfect. Um, neither one of us are perfect. We don't have all the answers or anything like that. I'm just sharing what I know and how I feel about the certain topic. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, if you're just like staying friends with them, just because of like mutual friends, just stop. It's not worth it, dude. I know like with me, like I lost a lot of my friends um, because like I, I personally, I wasn't like um, keeping up with the relationships around me from where I lived. I was only keeping up with the relationships around me from where she lived. So like all those friendships that she helped me form and everything, I lost all of that. So like when we broke up, it's not that I just lost one friend. I lost all of my friends. And I was like truly, truly alone. I think there was like maybe like just you guys that were not to say like you guys weren't enough or anything like that. But um, you guys were all ahead. Our, for the most part, I mean, I know I wasn't close to you, Noah, or anything like that. Um, but for the most part, all I had was our hennas and my family. And they're the ones that I relied on the most throughout everything. Um, and there's still people that I rely on now because I, looking back, I realized like, you know what? Those people were there for me when no one else was. 
And like, from what I thought, like what I, the friends that I had, no one checked up on me. No one asked me how I was doing, you know, like, and that like truly made me feel so alone. But when I had friends, like in the couple episodes before, like Valerie, Valerie was 100% there for me. And that's something that like, I will never, ever take for granted. The fact that the, the people that were there for me when I needed them most, I will never take those, take those people for granted. And I will always take care of those people. Like I I was like telling my brother this the other day and I told him, I was like, you know what? Like, man, we were like really, um, I don't want to like incriminate myself or anything here, but I think you can guess like what we were doing, but um, we're just chilling. And I told him, and I was like, bro, if I make it big one day, like, I want you to know, like, I'm going to take care of you. Like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of your kids. I'm going to take care of your girl, like for life, bro. And like, there's been like certain like things that I've done for myself to make sure that the people around me are continuously taken care of. Um, because like, I don't, that's the things like the people around me, I'm not just like, I'm not soaking in everything. I'm going to make sure that like everybody's taken care of. Like if this podcast ever blows up one day, like, no, I I want you to know, like, I'm going to take care of you, bro. And like, I'm going to make sure that you're, (laughs) I'm going to make sure that like you're compensated fairly for like the work that you did. Because like, I know this, like, this isn't easy. Like when I asked you guys like to hop on and everything, um, I had the week we got off on a way tangent here, but take care of the people that are around you because those, and like really keep a close eye for the people that are around you because those are the ones that will always be there. Like I know our Hennis, if I call him right now, I know he'll answer. And that, that type of relationship and that those types of friendships are so rare, but they're so necessary in your life for growth and for your own personal growth. Because I know I'm not perfect, but I hope that if I fuck up, that those people will, will call me out. Like, I know I have specific friends where if I post something on social media and they don't think that I should have posted that, I'll get a text instantly being like, bro, you got to delete that. Um, so, yeah, that was a really long tangent, but, you know, take care of your people. Yeah. Do you have anything For to say sure. on, like, when you should cut them off, like signs or anything like that? Yeah, well, I mean, there's the not taking care of yourself. There's the, uh, like, if your mental health is declining, like, obviously, that's a big sign. Sometimes there's, like, little subtle signs that you can't, like, you don't always pick up on. Sometimes, like, the person that they are, sometimes they don't show you who they are until, like, two months, three months into the relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because people do hold things back, and they don't – um they don't show them true selves because they like you. And then it comes like three months later, you're really invested. And then all of a sudden shit, like they start, you know, showing some warning signs. And then you're like, who the fuck is this person? Like, this isn't the person that I just wanted to date at first. Yeah. I know, so, I know exactly what you mean, man. Like, do you know, like, are there any like little like tells that you, that you've seen like in your past relationships where you're like, huh, that's kind of a, that's kind of a little bit of a red flag, but then you just kind of like let it slide. Cause you were still like, you still want to be with them. Oh, like, any examples. Oh my God. I think we should do an episode about red flags because 
there's so fucking many that I've experienced and I've just been like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, okay, sure. Because like, like I said earlier, I dive head first into some of these relationships because I'm so fucking stupid. I'm such like a romantic. And like, I, I think like love is like this amazing and beautiful thing that I'm just like, yeah, like, Oh no, it's perfectly fine that you slept over uh, this one guy's house, like no, like oh yeah, this, yeah, see, you that's slept what over I'm talking by, about right there. Yeah, like oh, you slept <laughs> over his house by accident. That's okay. Like oh, it's just what? you two. That's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> in his bed. Oh okay. Are you cuddled for warmth? I mean, yeah, it was pretty chilly. Yeah, that makes sense. Like it's like stupid <laughs> shit like that that I just completely like look over and I'm like looking back like that. Well, that instance has actually happened, and I might talk about that in a later episode. But, oh my god. <laughs> I know oh. like I've tweeted about it before or maybe it's in my draft somewhere but um yeah like I I've been stupid enough to believe the dumbest shit but I've also been a, been able to get away with some of the dumbest shit and I know like when I I know like when I was like really uh, I don't want to say younger because I'm still very young um but when I when I was like a little bit younger I used to get away with like some bullshit uh and like treating someone the way I shouldn't have been treating them or like if a girl questioned me where I was uh on a certain night then I would like make up some bullshit and everything and like looking back like I'm very ashamed of of what I was doing and like and who I was with even though like I was entertaining other girls at the same time like it was really fucked up but um but yeah I mean they believed it so I guess that's fine it's not fine, but whatever. <laughs> I had an ex that, and I talked to Noah about this beforehand to just to like make sure that I wouldn't like expose anybody because like the last thing I want to do is to tell anybody else about like another person's business. But um, I had an ex that would rely on, and this is a red flag. I had an ex that would rely on me for complete emotional support. She had a boyfriend that would continually cheat on her. Like, granted, we were broken up for a long time now. But still, like, she would rely on me for as an emotional support. And it wasn't just when her boyfriend would cheat on her or anything like that, because that happened numerous times. But just for, like, random shit, she would just text me, like, oh, I'm sad. I, I don't know what you want me to do about that. Um, I can't just snap my fingers and be like, oh, look, I'm a fucking genie. I can make it better. Um, I just, I just talked to them and I'm just like, Hey, yeah, everything's going to be fine. Like, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And, but it took me a long time to realize that I was that emotional support for the other person, even though I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have been. You know what's fucked up about that, Andy, is that, sorry to cut you off, but what's fucked up about that is what I was going to say earlier was, um, that like just goes to show you that that person like never cared about your feelings because they didn't care they didn't think like they didn't care to think like oh how do you think how do i think andy would react to his ex who we ended things hitting him up while i'm with another person and all this other stuff like she didn't think to she like she just was feeling emotional and instantly went to you without considering your feelings so i mean that easily just goes to show you what she thought of you like in the relationship dude i didn't think about that for so long 
I thought like her hitting me up because she was sad was just normal. I was like, yeah, you know, it's a friend and everything, but you know what? It's not a friend. They're not hitting you up because they're your friend. If they were hitting up a friend, they would talk to their other friends. If you're an ex, you're different. You know, that person like with very, very strong emotions, like it doesn't matter. It's just different, you know? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what anybody says. Like that shit's different. If you're hitting up an ex about something, it's because like they truly know you and well, they should, um, but they know you and they understand the way that your emotions work and the way that your mind works in a way that some friends don't. So if they're hitting you up, it's because you're still that emotional crutch for them. Yeah. Which it's fine at first, like first two weeks, like, yeah, I fucking get it. Like, you know, like there's, it's, it's a lot of shit that's going on, but like, after that, you need to learn to be able to do. And if you're that person that's hitting up your ex for emotional support, you got to cut that shit out. Um, that's, that's unfair to the other person. You might see it as like, well, I'm just sad and they know me the best. Like, yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself, how does this make them feel? You know? Um, it's not fair for the other person for you to just be bringing in all this these new problems and all this new information and everything when they're no longer a part of your life right they're not coming to you every single time that they're sad so why are you going to them you know and that kind of yeah. like feeds into like stop trying to love someone who's just not meant for you you know? Yeah. You just have to be able well, to accept. Another... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that's another reason why, like, it's very hard to remain friends because, I mean, like, the elephant in the room is you two have both, like, been intimate with each other and you've shared all these experiences or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it so hard to still be friends is because, I mean, like, as humans, we're not, like, we're not hardwired to to act that way you know what i mean right. like we are physically not hardwired to just flip a switch and be okay with just being friends with like this partner you know what i, I mean? mean no i know exactly what you mean and like you're right there we're not we don't have a switch that we can just turn on and off be like oh friend unfriend a friend unfriend you know i think like for me like if i I tend to like compartmentalize. So like if I see you as a friend, I'm going to put you in that friend box. If I see you as more, I'm going to put you in the more than friends box. But um, I think once you're in that box, it's hard to get that person out. It took me a long time through therapy to realize that, that the people that I put in the relationship box can't be in the friend box. It just like, it's, the shapes don't match. Like, you know, that baby toy where like the, you have to put the figure into the shape hole. Does that make, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the yeah. shapes just don't match, you know? Um, it's, it's not going to work out that way. Well, at least for me, other people, I don't know. I don't know the way you work. Everybody's different. Um, I'm not going to assume that you're, you're the same as me. Um, Cause that just wouldn't make any sense. But for me, 
I can't put someone that I was in a relationship with as a friend. I've met people, I've met plenty of people who have been like, oh, like, you know, we can still be friends. And I always tell them like, I'm, I'm sorry, but we just can't. And then they're like, why? And I was like, well, I just see you as someone that I want to be in a relationship with. So us not being able to be into it and be in a relationship doesn't really like fit for me, you know? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and like one of the things I know for like, for me, it was like, whenever like I would have thoughts of like, Oh, like I want this, this X like back into my life. Like, so like I have like a, a method of like going about this and it's like when the right, when the relationship is ending or right before it ends, open up your notes app and write exactly how you feel. Like how this person's making you feel, how you just feel like complete shit and, or whatever, and just save that. Whenever I would have thoughts about like, you know what, like I'm having thoughts about like getting back together with this ex or just texting them, for instance, I would always go back to that note, read the way that they made me feel in that moment. And I would be like, nah, okay, never mind. Fuck that person. Because they the the fact that they made me feel that way, that just means that they just they that's not love. They didn't love you then. What makes you think that they're going to love you now? To have like some final notes on this topic. Stop stop trying to fight for someone that wouldn't fight for you. Right? Really ask yourself, yeah. like, you know what, if Worst comes to worst, would this person be by my side if the worst was happening, right? Let's say, I don't know, you get framed for murder, right? Would this person still be by your side and truly be there for you? No? All right, give it up. Because, like, I was just, like, talking with my cousin the other day. He's in prison right now. And I asked him, I was like, how many of your friends that you thought were, like, ride or dies, like, aren't there for you anymore? And he's like, dude, there's no one there everybody's gone. Everybody just abandoned me and they just went on with their lives to do their own thing. And I was like, damn dude, that sucks. Cause like you thought these people were, were your people. You thought they were there for you no matter what, but turns out that they're not. And there's not much you can do for that, but just let it go. You got to let that person go. Right. Right. So to sum up the question, should you be friends with your ex or can you be friends with your ex? Yeah, you can. If you want pain, suffering, and denial, sure. Um, but no, you shouldn't be friends with your ex. Just, you know, you can keep it amicable. I think you can keep it on a light note or keep it on a good note. But that's all it is. You know, don't, don't be hitting them up when something good happens to you or when something bad happens to you. They don't care. And I'll leave it at that. I don't know if you have anything else to say, Noah. No. I mean, we talked a lot about not being, or a lot about like, yeah, you can't really be friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the beginning I said, oh, I mean, there are certain circumstances. So, I mean, I want to touch on that. Like some of those circumstances could be, like I said, you weren't in the, you both were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. And it mm -hmm. would just take some time. Um, 
I mean, and like, like, like every breakup isn't, doesn't have to be horrible and every breakup shouldn't be, especially like, I mean, we're both getting older, not older, but we're both getting more mature. Like we don't have mm-hmm. to look at everything as, as life and death. Like I don't have to like one of the, like a childish mentality to have is, Oh, like that's my ex. Oh, I hate them now. When in all actuality, I mean, if you two can be adults, like say one of you just moved away, right. They just moved out of state. Like, boom, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, say one of you like uh, I'm, like this is a high school example but it's like back in high school I had a girl that I dated for like two years and we were happy but I wanted the relationship to like advance and go in different directions and she didn't and it wasn't it didn't have to be you know it wasn't like toxic we didn't we weren't mad at each other for having different views. It was just that it was different views. And although we didn't really keep in touch after that, like I wouldn't really consider us friends after that. I didn't hate her or anything. That's just how it was. That was probably one of the, that that was one of the few examples of being able that I've had in my life of being able to, to uh, cope with a breakout or a, a breakup in a, healthy way and not be childish about it yeah and i'm not saying like if like you're pissed at that person that doesn't necessarily make you childish that just means you have feelings but some people can be childish about it and you know like we were talking about like the breakup like who's winning this breakup you know what i mean like some people can be that way yeah i and, know what you mean yeah i mean sometimes people that's how you vent too is is trying to win the breakup like we talked about. Yeah. Um, no, I know exactly what you mean, man. And it's, I definitely think that there's like the rare scenarios. You're right about that, but that's exactly what they are. They're just rare scenarios. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I don't think every relationship is special. I think most of them are, they end quite similarly. Um, but you know, ask yourself like, what, how, how is yours and everything? And I don't think it's bad to like keep it positive or anything like that. I think that's what you should strive for. Obviously you don't want to strive for like the worst thing possible, but you know, do what you can to keep it positive. But if at the end of the day, it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like it's, that's it. Um, just keep moving forward. That's really the only way to heal and to grow is to just keep moving forward. Um, I know that that's the truth for me. Like it's been the only way I've been able to like go get through like relationship after relationship is just to be able to just keep moving. Like, okay, you know what? Didn't work out. That's fine. You know, I will say that somebody who has like been in like a bunch of different relationships, you know what I mean? Like somebody who's like, I know that my sample size is, pretty small you know yeah so the way i'm thinking about it could be different because i've only had like you know a handful of breakups but someone who's dated a lot of different people and broken it up might have a different uh viewpoint on all this Mm because i mean again dating doesn't have to be it's dating like you're you're essentially you're trying this person out to see if you want to be with them you know what i mean it doesn't and a lot of people get too caught up in you know, this is forever. Like this is, 
my life now like it's this person and I love them or whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that way. I mean, that's what like modern like sitcoms and stuff have kind of like conditioned people to act like. And you don't, you know, it doesn't all, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You know, it can, you can date someone casually and break up with them casually because it wasn't, that just comes more with maturity, I guess. Yeah, I, like I definitely older, think you're right. Like I've had a pretty, like, go ahead. Well, I was just like, last thought is like, and that's like, that's something that like I've learned recently. You know what I mean? Like that's something that like Noah from like four years ago, like he wouldn't understand that concept, but this yeah. Noah, like it's just cause, just cause I've matured. But go ahead. No, yeah, I definitely think you're right. And like, I've had uh, a few relationships where, you know what? Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Okay, cool. And we both went on with our lives. That was it. There was no like um, malintent or anything like that. It was just, we moved on. Simple as that. And I think that's fine. That's, that's actually what I prefer. Um, but, you know, granted, sometimes it's not always that way. But um, hopefully as I get older, it just becomes easier. Doesn't become as more as dramatic, you know. Yeah. But no, no, I appreciate you coming on the pod. Um, it's always nice to have you on. Um, other than that, though, I hope you guys have a good one. Uh, check out the blog, like or subscribe if depending on what platform you're on, um, and then tell your friends, share the share the episode on Instagram or whatever. You know, do you guys thing. See ya. Dude, my roommates are